0: Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA member FDIC.
1: Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Woo Wings, a virtual restaurant concept from the man himself, the nature boy, Rick Flair. Enjoy the legendary flavors and world championship wings by ordering with your Uber Eats or Postmates app. Woo Wings is now open in Nashville, San Antonio, Jacksonville, Florida, as well as Huntsville and Tuscaloosa in Alabama, with many more locations coming soon. Try the only chicken wings worthy of carrying the name of the 16-time World Heavyweight weight champion. Tell him, Nate. Wings! Legendary flavors! World championship wings! Woo! Woo wings! Yeah! Woo woo!
0: Hey, real quick, I want to give a shout out to James up in Stoneville, North Carolina. He's a friend of the show. Hell, he's a friend of the family now. We were able to go ahead and help his family recently, save more than $1,200 a month. Really think about this. My man, Robbie didn't save $1,200 one time. He's going to save it each and every month, all because he went to save with Conrad.com. He left us a five-star review earlier this week. And he said this from the first phone call with Christian, all the hard work Diane put in Jennifer taking time to explain things and help me understand where we were at with the deal right up to Steve, helping me get this survey through nothing but professionalism all around dealing with first family has helped us to the point we've cut $1,200 a month off our bills. I can't say enough about the team Conrad has assembled. I highly recommend First Family to anyone looking to purchase or refinance their home. Thanks to Conrad and the entire First Family team. No, thank you, James, for the great review. And congratulations on saving 1200 bucks a month. And oh, by the way, you can skip your next two house payments. It's real, folks. savewithconrad.com can help you. We're licensed in more than 40 states, but if you've got credit card debt... If you're looking to save money on your monthly payments, if you're looking to pay your house off faster, or even buy a house with no money down, savewithconrad.com is your hookup. Holler if you hear me. That's savewithconrad.com. NMLS number 65084, equal housing lender. And oh, by the way, you don't need perfect credit. You don't need money out of your pocket. What are you waiting for? Find out how much money you can save for free at savewithconrad.com. Hey, hey, it's Conrad Thompson here to tell you a little bit about adfreeshows.com. People often ask me, what exactly is ad Free shows all about? Well, I'm glad you asked. Not only do you get early ad-free access to all of my podcasts, starting at just $9, but you also get many of your other favorite wrestling podcasts, like Click This with Kevin Nash. Gentleman Villain with William Regal. Oh, You Didn't Know with Brian James and others. But yes, still just $9 a month. That's 14 podcasts in total every single week, early with no ads. That's like 20 cents an episode. And yes, you can listen to them all directly through Apple Podcasts or through your regular podcast apps. How easy is that? Want some more cheese on that whopper? AdPreeshows.com has literally tens of thousands of hours worth of bonus content, including fantastically popular series like... Eric fives back, idle chase, and strictly business. And I don't know why this is a thing, but there's even more than 40 Ask Conrad episodes waiting for you at adfreeshows.com. We've got monthly Zoom chats with all the podcast hosts, live watch-alongs with wrestling legends, and more. Come on now, see for yourself what thousands of other wrestling fans have already discovered that's adfreeshows.com is the best value in wrestling today. Check it out right now, adfreeshows.com. Glad you did. Hey, hey, it's Conrad Thompson, and you're listening to DDP Snake Pit. And of course, we couldn't do it without a pair of Hall of Famers, including Mr. Jake the Snake Roberts. Jake, how are you, man?
1: A couple of weeks behind, but I'm here. <laughs> uh.
0: Glad to have you back with us. And of course, Diamond Dallas Page. What's up, dude? How are you?
1: Good man. Good to have Jake back. Kind of different when you're just by your side. it was great uh having Darby that one time that he, he coming in, but uh being you, we had a good time, you know. Well, yeah. But uh it's good to have Jake back because I always like to have his perspective on you know on things that are happening, you know. And that's I what we're gonna be talking come, about. Oh, yeah. i got a couple of things I want to bring up, too. You know, just kind of getting back in the fold of stuff. And, you know, we're going to start watching a little more uh, TV and be more current with it. So we can stay with you guys and kind of walk you through what we're seeing. A couple of weeks ago, there was a big thing with WWE when Braun Strowman returned. Yeah, <laughs> oh, my God. He looked like the abominable snowman. <laughs> he, did, like, he did. But, Braun, listen to me. Nobody wants to see a friendly monster. (laughs) Quit smiling. Mm. You're not that guy. You know, so many guys make that mistake of when they turn baby face, they'll completely change themselves. No, 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 no. The only thing that's changed is your opponents. Mm. You're still the beast. The beast is what they love. They just want to see it pointed in the direction of somebody they don't like. I thought that's happened to me with frigging NWO. I flipped it from one day telling people that they were trash to the NWO, and it just, boom, boom. (laughs) And so many guys make that mistake. And for Broad to be such a beast, man, and to see him out there smiling and asking the crowd what they would like for him to do, oh, my God, if I was big enough, I'd punch you right in your box because <laughs> <laughs> uh, you are a beast and, and my God use what you got son tell us what you got I was glad to see uh our buddy the Steiner boy braun Bronson? Bron, yeah, yeah yeah so Bron, 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 breaker, Bron breaker that's right man. yeah yeah him and his uh, tag team partner Tyler bates they did some stuff and uh some fellas out there and uh really enjoyed seeing him because I remember him just a year or two ago being over at the house being punished by Dallas. <laughs> I'll <laughs> tell you what that uh, braunbreaker or Bronson or Steiner as I could call him, because he is a Steiner. We just went his with his dad and uh and his uncle at a signing that we did up in Nashville. Great seeing them. But uh I mean that kid that kid's got such natural skills. Yeah. I mean if you go back to his you know, the WrestleMania match that they did uh what they call it called mockdowns, right? Um, you know where it, uh, or take down what the hell are they, What do they call takeovers, them? NXT, takeovers? Takeover, right? Yeah. I'll tell you what that match was phenomenal. But they've got some just some great talent down there at NXT, and I, I really believe that you know that's Hunter's baby. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. That goes, the show's already changed. Yeah, what? It's, it's already changed. You know? Oh yeah. One hundred percent. made the uh, announcement that they were. NXT. Yeah. He so did it in a classy way. Well, that, that he was down there for, I mean, who better? Cause a lot of times, a lot of these kids get trained, you know, in independent places, you know, <laughs> by guys who really never made it, never right. even got to the show. Never mind We're a top guy. Right. But when you got someone like Dustin Rhodes is, you know, school that he's got out there all the time. You just Google Dustin Rhodes or Cody Rhodes, you know, with QT, you know, they've got schools there. They re- really teach, you know, you know, uh, the whole, um, you know, nightmare factory thing. And that's from still a going to Z, daddy from A to Z, you know, daddy. <laughs> <laughs> but a lot of these guys get trained by guys who weren't no, really top really. guys. There's no bigger top guy than Shawn Michaels. And he's been down there and had some crazy influence on these kids over these last few years and now he's up there you know you know with uh back at the show again and, and giving his influence up there and you know the, the show just played last night or two nights ago uh the raw uh that was a hell of a match man I mean, you starting out with uh you with Seth the raw main event what you started out with the main event <laughs> right. yeah. they started which, out and guess what there wasn't a 10 minute opening talk show right you know which was always my bigger Biggest thing, I just could not stand for them to open up a show and then have eight minutes of talking. I never really minded that, but oh, when it got to uh, twenty, yeah. it was a little long for me. Yeah, but uh, I never minded that. I kind of liked it, it but to open it up with Rollins and Lynch, yeah, but that they put a they put on a barn burner when it goes to three commercials. Yeah, and you're still watching the show. I don't remember that ever happening on Raw. No. You know what I mean? No. So, again, you see the show changing, more wrestling-oriented, yes. storytelling in the ring, and I don't think there's a better guy out there doing it than Seth Rollins. I mean, Bobby is the beast. He did, oh. a, he did a hell of a job. I, I thought they were going to drop it. I, I didn't think I, – I, by no means I think uh, Seth Rollins needs a title unless it's the no. world title. Um, or universal title, uh, or WWE title—I think they call it. Um, but I thought they were going to put him over. Yeah. I mean, there was some, but there were some great false finishes. Yeah, great false finishes. There was some great false finishes during that match. I mean, that was my favorite thing of all. You know, on the show and opening it, you know, I, it again, it lets you know you're watching a different RAW. Yeah. You know, you know, and when you put two of your top guys out there and you know, open up the show with that, and Seth did it in a good way, man. He uh, he, he showed how strong and powerful right. he was. Sure. He actually did something to hurt him, where he hurt his wrist, his bicep. I'm sorry, his bicep. They worked it, and they worked it, and they worked it, and they made it believable. Right. And th- That's always been my bitch. Make it where people can actually say, oh, yeah. Oh my god, that hurt. <laughs> yeah, there's a couple things I can't remember the bump where where Lashley ran uh oh my god it, into the post. Oh my god, I sold that like, like a like I was twelve years old. Did, oh yeah, you know? Yeah, I do the I, I, I do little well, my my Because You chair, know oh that chair. hurt. You know that hurt. That's like chopping, you know that hurts, yo, and but going in and taking that a pole like that and the way he hit and spun oh and the thud i was like oh you know god you could have broken rib on something like I that i was like he's gonna sell that afford anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls how to refine your mental models and how to think about How to think, Paula? While certainly you
0: can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on thirty thousand dollars a year. Right? I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was
1: super tight. It was a hundred percent. You need to make more money, make smarter choices, and build a better life. Afford anything wherever you listen. And that's why. And that's why. When I, whenever I do any kind of speaking gig, like one of the questions I ask people, like, "What do you think?" The most frequently asked question is of a professional wrestler. Is it real? Is it fake? In 2022. <laughs> but that's the shit they're talking about. Like I saw this guy come off the cage and let you know, or he yeah. hit this pole and he did a 360 turnaround like like a helicopter. And and I use blade is that really blood? <laughs> yeah, right. Well, that's really it's blood. really blood and That's it's really, really blood. theirs. <laughs> yeah. And, and friggin' you know, what we, you know, most of you guys all know this, but you get a hard way. <laughs> it's a joy. I, I friggin', uh, I don't know if I ever tell you this story, but I was, I was wrestling Steiner and, you know, right towards the end of WCW and we were doing a last man standing match and the belt, you know, he's going to hit, I, I'm going to use the freaking Austin Bret Hart finish. You know, he opens them up, he bleeds like a pig, you know, freaking—they. They, I, I just pass out, right? So, I got I would always get the blade if I was gonna do that kept wrapped in my real my my uh tape. And at some me and Scotty, we went all over that building. So part of my tape was like pulled off. Uh-oh. And then I realized now we're getting ready to do it. Whoa. I'm on the mat no and blade. I realized there's no blade.
0: Oh and I go,
1: Scotty, I lost my blade. He goes, fuck. You know, fuck. No problem. <laughs> fuck. So i uh, bring it, I go. You know, you got one? He goes, No. I go, Nick, you got one? No. no. And I just said, come with it, bro. And he looked down at me and he still it was like for a surreal moment. He looked down at me, you sure. <laughs> and if you see my head, oh, we'll God. friggin' tune into like I I dropped my head at the last second. Cause it looked like he must have hit me with that belt 20, 30 times. He never Not touched like me. That. Never. <laughs> Yeah, well, he never touched me. When, yeah. when he hit me with ever. I was always gone as he was coming through. It looks beautiful. But that day, boom. And it, you know, it knocked you silly. You know, oh, boom. Yes, didn't knock me out, but it knocked me silly. It didn't yeah. hurt like hell. And I looked up at him. I go, do we get it? And you can see it starting to come. He goes, oh, we got it. And then he yeah. stopped my forehead. And I'm thinking, this is going to be awesome. TBS pulling back the cameras. Yeah. You know? I was like it's a pay-per-view when I saw it later you could barely see it. You could be- I was so pissed off. <laughs> but uh yeah, we're just bringing is it real? Is it real blood? Yes, it's real blood. <laughs> you know, what I like about WWE stepping their game up and they're definitely stepping it up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Whether it's because this guy's in here and he's not it doesn't matter. Bottom line is they're stepping it up. And that's going to cause the other guys to step it up, right? And from what I'm seeing, they're stepping up, you know, in yeah. a big way. I mean, uh, we just watched you and I watched uh, those guys go forever Monksley and uh, uh, Sammy Sammy. 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 You know, I, I, we talked about it earlier. I want to say it again Sammy is, I gotta say, the greatest ever I've ever seen. For any kind of high flyer is Ray Mysterio, yeah. and he's still doing it at a high at its highest level, which is mind boggling for me considering he's been doing it for thirty years. For and forty, she, yeah. Well, he's only forty two or forty three. Really? Yeah. It so he started when he was twelve. No, he started when he was twelve. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, bottom line is Sammy. Sammy did shit in that match. I had to. They did this one thing, and I had to play it back like three times. Because friggin' Mox is about to get him, and fucking Sammy's coming in, and and he does this flip thing where he turns out on top of it. I I could never see him working it. It looked like it was a fucking shoot move. And the biggest thing that I love about Moxley when you're watching Moxley, that's oh. a fucking real fight. Oh yeah, I <laughs> he reminds me of Ronnie Garvin. Yeah, yeah, just a street fighting son of a bitch. And, and I love the way they laid like, this match out too, man. They, uh, Moxley was smart enough to play a little possum here and there, you mm-hmm. know, on Sammy and sucker and Sammy into doing these high risk moves, which he's always trying to set him up for that one kill shot. But in doing that, that means that Moxley going to take a lot of friggin' punishment. And one thing Moxley can do, he can take an ass whip and can't give one. Yeah, both. You know, no doubt about it. And, uh, I'm proud to know the guy from, from the speech I heard him make here a while back. And uh, we're not going to go into why that all happened because it's none of my damn business and it's not the fans' business either. You know, stupid shit happens in this world every day. And I just hate that these young guys chose the platform they did to do it. <laughs> but um, I'm sure that they're regretting it. And uh, I think that they've done the best thing they could do. We turned turn their belts over to a tournament. Right. And, and that was wise. And uh, go AEW, man. You know, I'm all for you guys. I love you guys to death. You know, I'm still employed there. You wouldn't know. Look at me. <laughs> In other words, put it back on TV, Tony. Yeah, man. <laughs> looking good, baby. Come on, man, Tony. What are you the, thinking? I'm back on the sauce. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I look at like, I think. Uh, the, the cutter as we'll call it. All right. But starting with getting famous with the diamond gutter, uh, of course, Randy Orton took it to, I think the next level up and doing some stuff that like, my God, but these kids today, it's gotta be the most, you know, uh, replicated move, but completely different every time. And and the element for disaster like and I'll go back to the one where where Sammy hit the uh, cutter on Cody, you know there was so much room holding on to that ladder. It's a regular ladder that you use to go up the side of your house. Yeah, you know, it's not made of foam, and it's on it's on cushions. There's a there's a mat, you know, it's a wrestling mat, but it moves. For the element of of error, you know oh. that could have could have happened, of him springboarding. From the ropes to the top of that ladder, springboarding off and catching Cody uh, and going down. Like uh, the, the that kid is is he has zero fear. Yeah. Zero fear. It reminds me of surfers that take off on those, you know, 30, 40, 50 foot waves. They have no fear. You know? What what'd you think of that match, uh?
0: Conrad? I think Sammy Guevara is criminally underrated. Uh, I'm glad to say he's getting some of his just due uh, and and some attention on the program here. He's had a hell of a run, several runs with the TNT title. He may have won that belt more than anybody else, but I think when AEW first started, a lot of guys like Cody Rhodes saw something in him. I think Cody and Sammy were the very first uh, ever AEW match, and I think it won't be too long. You know, We're going to be talking about Sammy Guevara in that main event spot. He's one of those next generation stars that is going to stand out for a long time. I mean, we're talking about how great he is right now, but just for context, uh, as a reminder, this fellow's only 29 years old. I mean, he's yet to hit 30, so his best years are still in front of him. His wrestler peak might even oh, be 10 God, years God. away from now. So, big future for Sammy.
1: Yeah, it's going to be a situation for him. There's, it's impossible to hold him down. Yeah, one of the things that... There's you, no way you can do it. No, no I agree. I agree totally. One of the things you're seeing on... I just feel like I'm seeing it much more recently in WWE, but you see it in uh, AW all the time. A lot of submissions and going from one submission into another, like in the people, because now they're educated with UFC. Do they understand. It? They understand what it is. And, you know, that drama of, you know, that drama of freaking of the, the elements of, uh, you know, can they make it to the ropes? Are they going to top out? Like, is, is he going to be able to switch it? Yes. I mean, yeah. it's people they are, are getting that smart to where they're out there calling the shot too. You know, <laughs> I mean, you, you got, you got guys in there that can just do so much with their hands and turning things. And, uh, of course the best has to be Daniel. So, yeah i think yeah. he's the best in the world best in the world i believe so too and then after i watch him in jericho wow i see two of the best in the world oh, jericho picks it up and goes to another level you know he's going to be 52. Uh, in, <laughs> no in november and if you know i'm just happy to have had and everybody knows because he's been talking about my ddp yoga forever you know, on his podcast until totally he got too expensive. <laughs> mm. uh, but uh, uh, Chris, man, what, you talk about a guy who who comes to the dance and 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 delivers every time there in that and that match there, the going from the submission to the submission to the to the bump to the false finish. I mean, both of those matches told some of the. If you guys, anybody's watching AEW. Those are the two matches you should have been watching, yeah. you know. And yeah. you've seen a lot of it lately in AEW. Yeah. Longer matches, storytelling, and that's what we just talked about, yo, know, with, with WWE. That's an A open way. When, you know? when I see both those guys in the ring, I automatically I said, Oh yeah, clinic time, man. You know, because they put on a wrestling clinic. I haven't been as big a Jericho fan as I am now until just last six months or so. And I watch what he does. Not only in the ring, but obviously what he's doing behind the scenes in taking care of himself, but he also recreates himself. Every time he turns around, he's got a new look. He's got right now, he's got that young boy look that you want to slap him because he's good looking, <laughs> you know, and he's 52 years old, a piece of shit. You just want to fucking mow him down. And he's taking on this heel persona again. And when he's a heel, he's a heel. He's an asshole. Heel. He's a heel. But they'll still sing his song. Oh, yeah. yeah. And let him come oh, out. Yeah. The greatest, I've, I've said it for the last year, the greatest entrance that you, as a performer, you could ever have yeah. when someone yeah. are saying your you know your your catchphrases yeah. you know in and, and, and music they call it face mode where the you know the artist doesn't have to sing because everybody else is at the top of their lungs you know and then you get that with Jericho's entrance and he plays into it has a wall with him and then he goes right to who he is as the character yeah. baby face or heel yeah. I, I see him in the ring. They got this one shot of him in the ring and Daniel's on the floor after he hurt his ankle. Right. Yep. And and you see him like, oh, oh, <laughs> he's really hurt. This is going to be fun. And he goes down there and gets after him, man. And he went after him, brother. And he made you hate that son of a bitch. But you know, I am so surprised. Not surprised. Just so grateful to hey because They gave us Moxley and Sammy, Jericho and Danielson. Then they turn right around and give us Dax and Claudio. Mm. It's like, Jesus Christ, but you know that Dax is going to put a show on. Right, right. I think that cat is one of the best ever in the tag team. They're the best tag team. I love that tag team. They wrestle their asses off. Uh, They're like... uh, before Warsham 4, 2.0 or something. Yeah, they know. really are, man. It's kind of a and that that's kind of like with the you, you felt you felt that, you know, what especially when they got there cuz then they could really do that, Oh. you know. I you started know. seeing them, man. All of a sudden, I'm doing Comic Cons with him, and they're going to do a match somewhere, and I'm driving over to see their damn match. I'm going, Jake, you really have went full circle, you know. But those guys do; they are old school. They're back school. to being a mark. <laughs> you know, oh, yeah. chasing the boys, right? Well, again, freaking when you when you have really good storytelling, and, oh, you love it, and that's what you really are getting better. You don't need to tell as much story verbally, you know, as you do, you know, physically, action, reaction. So that's what that's what bring that's what brings the people. So uh you know what 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 did you think, Conrad?
0: I think it's an interesting time uh for both WWE and AEW, you know, with all the management changes in WWE and, and all the supposed behind the scenes drama in AEW, I think they've cranked out really, really good shows. We sort of buried the lead. Tonight is effectively a pay-per-view for free on TBS from Arthur Ashe Stadium. Uh, a W is bringing out all of the big guns for grand slam. And this Friday, it's going to be a two hour episode of rampage. This almost feels Dallas to me, like an old school clash of the champions, a pay-per-view level card, but on free TV on TBS tonight.
1: I agree. I agree. And, uh, you know, guys are going to be, it's like, we call it red light fever, you know, anytime you're on, you know, they're still putting, you know, putting on shows really good shows for the people without any cameras there. And it's so funny, the amount of people I have no idea that we're wrestling, you know, especially in WWE or WCW back in the day, or you're, you're when you're doing all the different federations, all different uh, yeah. territories. Now we're working six nights a week. Yeah. You know, And it's funny to hear uh, my daughter, Lexi talking about, Oh my God, you know, cause she's doing this stuff for Friday. And, um, now that, um, William Morrissey, uh be, you know, I'll, I'll always be cast to me, you know, as a nickname no matter what. Uh now that they're, you know, um on the road together. You know, like for her, it's like, oh my God, we're non-stop. <laughs> it's nonstop. Like, I gotta have all my curlers, I gotta have this. What am I gonna do? <laughs> we gotta get my nails done. No. I know one of the things that I did back in my day, of course, when Rick Rude grabbed my wife, and my wife slapped me. And we went over a little thing. And I remember one night we were in some hotel in Michigan and it's time to go to Bill. I said, come on, girl, it's time to go. She goes, Jake, my stomach is just so upset. I don't think I can do it. I'm like, get your ass out of bed. You're not taking bumps. You're not out there hitting the ropes. You're not getting the shit knocked out of you. Get your ass up and come on. And after about five weeks on the road with me, we were wrestling every night. Traveling every day. And we also had that baby with us. It was rough. But all of a sudden she's going, You really don't have any fun out here, do you? <laughs> that is so funny. You that said was that. the greatest thing it could have happened to me, man. All right. I'll tell you Kim, Kim only did it one time. Cause we only you know I travel and Thunder, she they, it was two separate days. You could fly in, fly home, fly in, fly home. She had never gone on the road for like a loop with me. And she goes, can you please fly me home? I don't know how you're doing this. I don't this. know how you do it. I don't, know. Crazy. I don't know. But it's so, especially when you're young in it, you love doing it. You know, good wife. You know, he's bringing, you know, way, but that good. wears, man, by the end of it, you know, I don't want to try. I'm going to Alaska to go do something up for, uh um, uh, Kevin Matthews up in up in Fairbanks, Alaska, and I'm turning it into a trip. I got one in uh, in um, in uh, this weekend in L.A. I'll be in L.A. at and, uh, at and, uh, the um, guy I can't Snobble remember. Gun. No, no, it's, it's the L.A. Uh, LAX LAX. Is that what it's called? LAX. Fantastic. And I think it's at the Hilton. Is that right, G? G looking up and like you know say'm doing uh, i'm I'm doing that
0: it's this uh, saturday ten a.m. right at the l a x fan fest at the los angeles uh airport for the Hilton so uh fifty seven eleven west century boulevard in l a the Hilton the airport Hilton right there at l a x there's my boy <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: Karen said what you said yeah, so go ahead and do that
1: uh that's signing and then I'm hopping on a plane with uh, Paige and we're headed to uh to uh, Fairbanks, Alaska, and that show's not till the following uh, weekend. And um, I'll talk about this in a second. But uh, uh, so we're going to go out there and just see Alaska, man. I'm excited about it. Then after the show, we're going to stay for another week and, and continue, you know, because she loves uh, the great outdoors. And she's making me well, a little the arena borealis Oh, all it, man. Yeah, right, right. Uh, we got. I've let's... seen that before, bro. Have you this really? going to blow your mind. Dude, we are we are staying in a dome. Right, in a dome that's all open up. So you're looking, you're laying in your bed and you're looking up at the stars or the Aurora it's Borealis. Glass dome over you. Yeah, so it's going to be a not the, real big. No, not too big. <laughs> but hey, it's got enough room for a king size bed and a uh, and be able to uh, look up at that. That's I love stars. It's One of the things yeah, I, I love the most. You away, but I, When I see it the first time was uh, in in uh, Alberta. Is Saskatchewan? Oh, Saskatchewan. We were driving up north up there and I'd have about 12 beers. And you? Yeah, I know. Kind of odd. And I'd oh, smoked some weed. I oh, know. come on. Well, it's, it's an herbal remedy. <laughs> and all of a sudden, I'm blinking my eyes and I see this shit and it looks like fingers coming across the sky, but they're in colors. I'm like, what in the fuck? <laughs> and man, I just hit the brakes. The guys are there in the car. You don't know; it's scary. Swung them up. It scared the piss out of me, man. I thought they were Martians <laughs> or something. Yeah, right. Thought the right. end of the world was here, and this just uh, then it goes over here. I'm like, guys, goddamn man, they're here, man. They're fucking here. Yeah. I'm screaming, man, and they start laughing at me. And then they say, "It's the borealis." I'm like, what kind of gimmick is it? what is that? I think it's gas, and I don't know. I'm I'm guessing. you gonna tell us, Conrad. Your yeah, Conrad will pull it up. Well,
0: <laughs> I, here's what I want to talk about. I do want to talk about you know. Right, before you wrong. go, before
1: you go, wait, wait, before you go, before you go. Let me just finish this part. On in in Alaska, Marcus has been Marcus Bagwell. You know, after we finish filming, um <clears throat> change or die we kept with Marcus because Marcus like fell off like he fucking fell off the rails, you know. And I've always said, never really knowing the Change or Die is... Um, it's real. Yeah, it's real for starters, but it's um, it's not a reality show. It's it's a docu-series. It's like we did with Jake, but instead of a doc, um, just a regular uh, movie, we made it a series because we brought people into the house and it's a little piece of Biggest Loser. It's a little piece of, um, of of intervention. You know, it's a little piece of. Uh, uh, God, I forgot what the other part is. Either way, it's real. And one of the things with Marcus was, you know, he when he went off the rails, you know, like we had an intervention, and uh, his niece was there, me, Steve, of course, Marcus, uh, running, uh, Gossett was there, and it was like, dude you're if you want us to continue to help you you have to go to rehab and bottom line is he went this was a really good place surprise me marcus you surprised me he friggin he we just saw him this weekend and so want to let people know you're watching this up in camp, up in uh, alaska that's going to be the first show he comes to and of course i'm going to be there we're always have someone with them, kind of like we do with Jake in the beginning. Jake don't need nobody anymore, and that's one of the things I want to talk to you about, Jake. About helping him. You, oh yeah, I'm there. Yeah, about helping, helping him on the like getting booked on some of the things. So I yeah. know you're there. Yeah. On a signing, whether it's a comic con or whatever. That. Yeah, yeah. I, am. yeah I, I know we haven't talked about it yet, but I'm, we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll talk about it after this. <laughs> um, but that's gonna be like Marcus's coming out show, and I'll tell you, I know how hard it is to stay straight for, and Jake knows way better than I do um but it's the best I've ever seen him and, and now now just continue he's learned so much he did, did every class uh his, his his leg started healing uh and I was explaining the reason why your leg wasn't healing cuz you weren't resting it you were taking shit and putting, putting shit in your body, body you know so i just want people to know in Alaska he will be up there anything moving forward you will see him out there um doing different shows um but uh he's you know he'll always be recovering and uh yeah. just yeah I, I the fans will really come out and support him and that's really what it comes because for you you never knew how much the fans loved you that never made a really. that made a huge difference huge difference i loved um, the things a lot differently yeah. and you you know I've used you as an example so many times I'm like Jake is living his best life I am. at 67, he was in, at 64, five, six, seven. I'm having the most fun. I've rebuilt some major relationships, including one with my ex-wife, who I very much love, and will always love. And we were, we went to see Aerosmith together. The, the four of I us. thought that was going to happen. <laughs> I'd have bet my life on that shit. I mean, it was a great time. We had a wonderful time. A yeah. wonderful time. I, I went all over Boston, went there, looking at different things, but... You get to feel things differently, too, Marcus. Hear me when I say that. You get to feel things. Because for a long time, man, you were so medicated, you didn't feel shit. Right. And this stuff is real that you're feeling now. And some of it's going to be hard. Some of it's going to be hard. But I'll be there for you. So go ahead. Now, it's to rake your eyes, Conrad. But go ahead.
0: Oh, no, listen, all good. I'm just excited to be talking about current stuff. I love getting you guys' feedback on what you're seeing. Uh, We've seen a lot of uh, changes happening under the Triple H regime. You know, we talked briefly uh, off air about Logan Paul being the guy. Yes, Uh, He's going to get a shot, and and they announced it at a big press conference. It started on Logan's podcast, Impulsive. Then there were some social media back and forth. Then they made the announcement he was going to be at SmackDown. But as we're recording this, this past Saturday, they held a press conference in Las Vegas, just hours before Canelo triple G three, the biggest boxing match of the year. Many think, many think this year, and they announced that Logan Paul, the guy who made his name as a social media influencer, and then took it to the ring against Floyd Mayweather and never went down. No, he didn't win the fight, but he never went down against the greatest boxer we've ever known. And now he's getting a shot at the longest reigning champion in modern history. More than two years, Roman reigns has held the belt, but they're going to take that show to Saudi Arabia in November for crown jewel on November 5th. And man, there's been a lot of speculation. Dallas, is this going to be a David Arquette moment? I I don't necessarily agree with that. A lot of fans are negative about the idea that Logan even has the opportunity, but boy, he's going to bring a lot of eyeballs. I think I see this as a major net positive for the company. What's your take? I will
1: tell you, I, first of all, I met I met him, and I, we talked about it last week. I said he's the only guy besides Bill Kilmer, not the diamond cutter, with me when I asked him. But I also said I totally understood because it had to do with gang signs. He could he's already been sued over whatever, and that went everywhere. But that was the the point of that guy. I am not want to really clarify it because we didn't really get into it. That guy's one of the best athletes, like ever to you know. I step in any ring look what he did already look at the shit that he's done you know in, in a very short time and I know how hard it is to train somebody who doesn't really you know like David loved it but you know he, he didn't he wasn't the guy to you know, to be a wrestler right. you know? but he did but he did learn over that whole thing that that docuseries that they did you can't kill David Arquette and he did learn enough to be credible to go out there, and he got the fans' respect big time, and they really loved him. I was there for that. But this kid, I watch the stuff that he's done. He's he's six foot three or four to begin with, and that sort of took me back a little bit because when I got in the elevator with him, we're just looking at eye. I was like, man, you're a big son of a bitch, you know, and he's just such a natural athlete. And like so many people like Rodman, he was a great athlete. He didn't want to really practice. I'll guarantee you that, that kid's practicing because he wants to go out there and freaking have a hell of a freaking show. But he also is one of those guys that has natural instincts. Like Rodman had great instincts of how to be a heel. This guy knows how to be a performer. And I think oh, it's a hell of a fucking spot for the WWE, you know, the titles, the, the, the man, and you know, Roman, he, he'll, he will lead him to something special. And that's what I really believe. I think he's going to surprise the hell out of people because this cat is a main event performer and, and it's going to sell a shitload of tickets. It's going to sell a shitload of things. Some people wanting to see him fall on his face. Mm-hmm. And other people are going to say the kid's going to freaking steal it. And I think he's going to go out there and kill it. I really do. I think he's got. He, he's one of us without yo know, coming up the way we did. He's a guy who can answer the bell. I think we'll see though. What, yo, yeah, what do you think, Jake? Well, I'm kind of with Conrad, man. I mean, his kid's being fed with a silver spoon. Uh, these things are being pushed out there for him, yeah, he's busting his ass and he's answering the bell, and he's doing all these things because he's physical enough to do those things right. He's a performer, so that gives him another plus. But the worst thing that you can do to him right now would be to put him over. Oh, I don't think really? put him over no <laughs> I don't you think he put I think him over be the worst thing. I think if he if he puts up a good fight. Maybe a couple of steps above good, maybe a great fight. It shows perseverance, that sets the table better for it. He don't need it. He it's, doesn't need it. He don't need it. And neither does Roman. But Roman needs to walk out of there at that bell. I I can't imagine any other finish, but then again, I thought Drew McIntyre was going over. <laughs> you know, and I thought that just that that was just a no damn brainer. You know, you're gonna put you know, put it back on him the next night literally
0: you let, know let me ask you that you guys this because it has sparked a debate um the rumor is and again we're not there we're just we're hearing things that, that sure. roman has a new contract that doesn't mean he's going to work a lot of shows so he's going to have a very limited number of dates and they maybe perhaps want a more active champion so there's been speculation that they want to find a way to get the belts off of roman without actually beating him Now, who knows what you can believe or or you can't believe, but they don't want to hurt the run he's on and and they want to keep him strong for WrestleMania in the event they do are, are able to put together the match with the rock, which makes me think maybe we don't need the title for that one, but is Logan Paul the suitable replacement? We get creative. Paul Heyman gets involved somehow. Maybe he turns costs him the title. Now he's with Logan Paul that sets up the next thing. I don't know. Is there a way that you can creatively get there? That's that's pretty good booking right there, though. If you're gonna do it,
1: there's, and, there's a way to get anywhere you want to go, right? And and Bill Watts said, No good son of a bitch. <laughs> Once told me change is always good, change is always good. So maybe it is a time to for a change. You know, I'll tell you what, it would shock you know, it would shock the world. Mm. And you know what? The, the great thing is, if you did put the kid over, you could turn around the next night and beat him. Sure. And you've got an angle right there. Yeah. You don't, you don't have to do anything else. But this guy took advantage of you in this match, and he did a dirty shot and got you. Hey, you know what? It's What I love is when, and this is what used to piss me off about the booking committee, when I couldn't get past that top of the middle, you know, I just couldn't get, I couldn't break that ceiling. And Jake and I talked about it so much. I was, my, my goal was to always, I was never to be fucking world champion at, at that point in my life. It took Dusty to make me see that. But it was to, I, I wanted to, to Jake Rick Rude's spot. Like when Jake went out there, I don't give a fuck who he's going out with. Sometimes you knew he was going to win but you never knew him or rude was going to lose. You never knew like going out there. And that's what I want to feel when I'm watching something. I don't want to know this guy's going over like last night with Bobby Lashley, you know, uh, two nights ago uh, with Bobby and Seth. I'm like, Seth's got to go over here. How many there, you want to talk about one of the greatest performers and I got to put him up in that elite elite of elite today. He's been beat fucking way more than me and you. And we got beat a lot. Yo, Razor, Scott Hall got beat a lot. It doesn't matter if you know how to do it. He's doing it at a level where he's almost going to get beat every fucking night. They're going to oh sing his fucking song and they're going to fucking be right there with him because his shit is so good. And that's what I want to see. I want to see. I loved how Bobby came up on top. You knew it was his thing with Riddle, Riddle. uh, and they're really pushing that kid riddle, man. First time I saw him down at NXT, and very few guys I'd, I walk up to after. I've seen him for the first time. But I walk up to him. He was outside, you know, after just, you know, cool down. <laughs> not I cigarette. Just kidding. That would have been you. Uh, but I just walked up and I said, man, you got a you got bright future, bro. I mean, he just had that something. And he's a believable shooter, mm-hmm. you know? And the people... Freaking love him, man. And it's hard to get people to love you, especially especially I don't know how he does it and how he works some of those kicks. Those kicks have to be stiff as hell, you know, because that foot coming is bone, man, bone, man. I know. I'm like, there's only so much you can work on that shit. Yeah, man. I'd love to. What will they? What you know, like like the the finish units came up with makes sense to me because wise man, you know, and at any point in time here, you flip Roman, he stay, he'll chase, he'll he'll stay the same, but you'll never hear any of the negativity for Roman again. Correct. Right. Yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't exist anymore. He flipped if Cena would have done it, same shit would have happened to him. You know, he fucking but he wanted to be true to himself and to, he's the number one, I don't know People out there know this, especially Cena haters. But Cena is the number one requested wish list. You know things for kids make a wish. Really want to see that that Gab that ultimate wish. John does so many things, and when he carried that company on his back for those ten years, he did so much shit far and beyond what it is of just putting your time in. On the road. And when those 10 years that he was carrying that thing, he was working 300 plus days a year minimum. Yeah. You know, and people don't know about all that. And that's one of the biggest reasons why, probably my guess, you're not being in his spot, um, you know, that he, I feel he never did flip and do the, like Dusty Rhodes would have never flipped. A lot of people don't notice, but when Ted Turner put together you know, world championship wrestling, it was because Vince wouldn't sell it to him. He wanted to buy the WWF, just like he bought the Falcons and the Hawks and the Braves. You know, he had because he was buying programming. He was so far ahead of the curve for programming. Ugh. Yeah, man. Uh, you know, it's it, it's it's a, it's a really I think it's a really cool time in wrestling, man. It's a really cool time with the different federations and you you got NWA over here. Yeah, guys are making a living off independent wrestling. This is a great time for the fans and for, because nothing's better than seeing someone come up like, uh, Austin Theory. He's a Georgia boy. Yeah. He did all these independents right here, man. Yeah, I I hope he he has a a lot to be seasoned still. And Jake, you had mentioned this earlier, but, uh, but he has got a raw, raw talent about him. And I love seeing him with KO. Oh, yeah. I think KO is one of the best. in school. Yeah. I think KO is one of the, the best. He's in school, brother. I watched that, and I was, I was giggling to myself like, damn, Jake. How many times have you done the same fucking thing with a guy that did not exactly know where he was at? Because he took him and showed him. And he's only going to get better and better and better. Yeah, yeah it's just a great time.
0: It's not just a great time in WWE or AEW. It's also a great time south of the border or inside of a month away from triple mania 30 and Jake Roberts knows a thing or two about triple mania uh, <laughs> and, and, and the main event is going to be mask versus mask Volano number four and Pentagon jr. And I know, listen, when you hear that on the surface, you think, well, then that means the older guy's going to lose the mask. But once upon a time at the very first triple mania, it was Conan versus another older star, and well, Conan didn't win. Thanks to Mr. Jake Roberts. How about that? Oops. And Conan <laughs> lost. Sherry, it talked,
1: Sherry talked me into it. Sensational. Sherry talked me into it. I was scared. I couldn't tell her no. She'd have beat the shit out of me. <laughs> it,
0: I, I want you to just because uh, this year Triplemania is going to be on Fight Jake, and a lot of American fans are going to be able to to watch Triplemania and hear it in English and. You know, it really is the, the, the Lucha equivalent of WrestleMania, you know, a thing or two about triple mania, what should fans expect from a spectacle like that?
1: My God, huh. they are so talented and if it hasn't been done here in the United States, it's already been done over there. I guarantee you
0: Yeah.
1: You know, the guys over there are risk takers. Wow. Because, uh, you know, life. well, Limits cheap there and lives are cheap there and they're all looking for a way to get out of that and to move up and that's for them. Moving up is making it to WWE. You know, they, they watched they watched, uh, Ray and, and it's a uh, conquest. You watched Eddie, they watched all these different guys and these kids are fighting to get up and they'll do anything. And that promotion has been around a long time, and they're gonna they're gonna blow this thing out of the water. I know that because hell, they asked me to be on it. So there you go, <laughs> <laughs> man. When the first time that I was a part was because uh, I was with Jake, and we were doing the first time we did it was in uh the Olympic Auditorium in L.A. And it was you know the, the whole entrances like it took. No, it wasn't at the Olympic. Was it? No, no, that was uh. You sure? Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure. But whatever stadium it was at, yeah, it was packed. There was 5,000 people who couldn't get into this thing. And I was blown away. Like, oh, my God. But the entrances. Yeah. Like, WWE had to take something from them at it was some like point. I, like I said, it, if it hasn't happened here, right. they've already done it in Mexico. They dress up and they put on these costumes of dragons and all this stuff coming down the aisle. Wow. You're like, What the hell is this? <laughs> it's it is a mixture of circus, wrestling, fighting. I keep waiting for them to drop acrobatics. Drop the bull. If they ever drop the bull, I'm sold. <laughs>
0: You know, I, uh, I was fortunate enough to see my first Lucha Libre show in person in Mexico a couple of weeks ago, and it clicked for me as I watched the show. And, and I want you guys opinion on this. Cause I tried to explain this to Eric and he thought maybe I nailed it. So I want you guys opinion. I think sometimes the, the American wrestling fan who takes a look at Lucha Libre or some Lucha performers, even on AEW, and they would say, oh, well, there's no psychology and it doesn't work and I don't like it and blah, blah, blah. So there's lots of criticism about how it just doesn't work when compared to American wrestling, but I think it's because we've seen it through the American wrestling lens where forever it's been positioned as it's mano a mano. It's a real fight. It's boxing. It's MMA. We're trying to make you believe that what you're seeing is real. Whereas a Lucha show feels like, well, it's more like a comic book action. It's Spider-Man versus Batman versus Superman. And even down to the characters, you're like, no, Clark Kent doesn't want anyone to know he's Superman and vice versa. Bruce Wayne doesn't want anyone to know he's Batman. So the mask has symbolism, but we're seeing this over the top, fantastic fighting, and I don't think anybody ever sat down at a movie theater to watch Superman and said that fella can't really fly because that's just stupid. silly. so stop looking at, at Lucha through the American wrestling lens of this is a real fight and just enjoy the show. You're seeing a live action Marvel show because some of the things that you see like Rey Mysterio do, well, buddy, you will be marveling at that guys like Vikingo and Ray Phoenix, and they're going to be tearing it up at triple mania. So I encourage everybody to check it out. Not just what's going on in and WWE, but take a look at what's going on in AAA as they celebrate their 30th anniversary of triple mania.
1: There's a reason they're still around. That's because they got a great product,
0: man. Yeah, it's really do.
1: fascinating. It's really fascinating, that, like, especially with Lucha Libre. But I think you're right. Yeah, I, I agree with you, too, on that. Uh, um, and you have to, like, just suspend belief here. This is what I'm walking into. If you're walking to you know, watch Batman, just watch the movements. Yeah. One, one, one of my favorite lines. One of my favorite lines was by Ben Affleck with the one he gets in the Batmobile. I can't remember who it was. He goes, "So what's your superpower?" He said, "I'm rich." Yes. <laughs> it's the best superpower. To have. Yeah. I, I, I can afford anything, but it's beyond belief if you were to take it into the scenario, Batman. Versus Superman, like you're still a human being. How rich you are, you're going to get your ass beat, but you don't. And they have a hell of a fight, you know. And that's what Lucha Libre is to a certain degree yeah. too, because at first I didn't, I, I never really understood it. Jake yeah. brought me into that world, yeah, yo, know, and to be his second. And it's funny because I watched that match back like from that time with uh, God, oh, God. Uh, with with Eddie. A while. Yeah, yeah, but Eddie and Art Bar. Art Bar is a guy that most people will have never seen, but wow. Like, Eddie would put him over like he was the guy. I mean, he could do some real, like, stuff before anybody was doing it. And he was a freaking white boy, I want to say, from Portland. Portland, Oregon. Yeah. 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 His dad was a longtime referee up there, Sandy Bar. Yeah. Uh, he, he, he could have, he would have been brother somebody. Jesse bar wrestled for a while. Mm. So he came it, from a wrestling family. That explains it. Yeah.
0: I think the match you guys were talking about, uh, maybe the one you tagged along with Dallas. was well, that have been at the, uh, LA, uh, sports 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 Memorial, Memorial sports arena. Yeah. Sports yep. arena. Well, on that show, and you want to talk about a barn burner match. We had a fantastic tag match. It was hair versus mask two out of three falls octagon and El heel del santo taking on art bar and eddie guerrero and it's a fantastic match they get plenty of time it's on youtube go look it up uh when worlds collide and just type in eddie guerrero spell eddie with a y that's how he was spelling it back then i just want to remind everybody that this is really going to be art bars last big time match he would pass away like less than two weeks later uh but what, what a major show when worlds collide you can see that frog splash why eddie adopted it And, and and we all know that move sort of synonymous with Eddie Guerrero. Really? He was borrowing it from art Barr, who passed away November 23rd, 1994. Just, I don't know, like 10 days after this show, something crazy. Go check it out. When worlds collide,
1: it was horrible. When he died. I remember that, remember how he died. Horrible thing. Yeah. He was, he, he would have really, I mean, if art Barr would have come up like today.
0: Oh, wow. (laughs)
1: he you know considering he really started him and eddie are the guys who really started a lot of that shit you know that you would go oh my god you know like oh how the hell do you do that you know so uh yeah we talked about mysterio
0: i want i want to ask you guys about mysterio because we've touched on it we know that dominic has now turned against ray that probably makes sense you need to carve your own way but boy they paired him with Rhea ripley and seeing her sort of be the puppet master is just phenomenal stuff. I really like the pairing Amazing. of Rhea with Dominic. What do you think about that, Jake? I, I feel like that would be right up your alley. I loved it. Yeah. I loved
1: it. You know, she's got a look about her, man. It makes me, uh, I don't know if I'm excited or I'm scared, <laughs> but that's a good thing. Yes. Yeah. It's a good thing. Yeah. She's got a look about her, man. And she knows where to be for camera shots. I just watched a little piece on them and as Dominic turns to go away, oh, you he see her in the shadow. He She's yep. her head down just right where you see that evilness that some women have. <laughs> Not all of them. <laughs> I'll tell you, man, I, when he came out for at the castle, you know, Ray is always dressed to the nines. You know, his outfits are ridiculously unbelievable uh, and then of course Edge comes out looking at 50 whatever he is shredded just I mean as good as he's ever ever looked yes. uh, outfit looks ridiculous amazing and then he's got this t-shirt on that's kind of cut and cut and it just made me think like what's happening here he's slapping because- everybody in the face man you know, it's just like, because he's always had really cool outfits because of coming with his yeah. dad. He's always looked cool. But now he looks kind of like, what's he doing? And I didn't really know the turn was coming, which, again, I loved. Mm-hmm. But, boy, when he fucking kicked fucking edge in the balls. Oh, I mean, if you go back and listen to Raw's show last night, and they're egging him on a little bit. He's saying nothing. And when it gets to him starting to talk, they start booing oh, like man. old school shit. Yeah. Yeah. Like there's real heat there. Yes. Like real. Because if you look at baby faces, like guys who are loved by the people, Ray has got to be the top one of one. Oh, sure. You know, for I mean, every- everybody out there can understand it. when the child turns and does the wrong thing, goes down the wrong street, no matter how hard you're trying, you're trying to save that kid from hell. And yet they just don't get it, and they have to go down that street. We've all seen this play out in real life. The people love and respect Ray Mysterio so much. If you do anything towards them, right, <laughs> right, you're a complete piece of crap. <laughs> you know, just uh, edge, edge, gravity, grabbing, grabbing Ray, because he wanted to, you know, shove. He wanted to go kick kick the kid's ass, which is what the kid needed. He's going to have to have it sooner or later, but I got a feeling somewhere down the road, it's not going to be Edge that gives it to him. it will be his old man. Well, that's, that's going to be, that's the money. And I I love how they had him come out with the black, you know, the collar, the best type thing. And dude, he, he also did a little Jake Roberts last night where, when Ray was there and I believe he had the chair in his hands and he got on his knees and he right did here, this. Daddy. Right here, daddy. Like here, here. Here's my face right here. Hit me in the face. Yeah. Like uh, only person I ever known to do that was Jake. Yeah. You know? And so I was like, that, yeah. like that. It didn't. Have, I mean, the people, they were hot at him. He didn't do a lot in the match. He didn't have to. And I love the little wiggle he does. <laughs> yeah. You know, the shoulders Just just a little bit. Yeah. Just to say. Yeah, fuck you. And I love him with Rhea. I think that, again, yes. she's scary and sexy at the same time. And she's a big woman. I mean, she's yeah. built. Yeah. She's a brick shit house. So, uh, or a shit brick house. <laughs> yeah. She's, 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 she's badass, man. And you, I, I haven't really seen her. I, I don't know how often she actually wrestle wrestles, but right now she's starting to do shit. No. The less, and, she, the less you see her, the better off you are. Right and now. and and Damien Friggin, I mean, I love his I like mean, the whole thing. You guys i have talked about judgment day. is one of the things that I I really noticed right away when Edge brought it on. And as much as I liked him in it, I was glad when he flipped because that and where Edge is at today, he is, you know, top one percent of one baby face. And that. he's and he's really that guy in real life. So I think it's really great, man. Uh, and if you're going to turn, if you're going to do a, you know, uh, a turn on somebody, you couldn't be a better person than Ray Mysterio. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. You know, it makes it easy. Yeah, yeah. I'm right. It does.
0: As we're wrapping this up, I, I do want to ask you guys, because I know you guys watched Monday night raw, but did you happen to see any of the QR code talk online last night? Or did you notice that they had no a QR code in a backstage segment and then a fan go through the crowd with a sign of a giant QR code. Did y'all notice that? <clears throat> no, I didn't see that. What, what, what was that about? It's a little tease. If you scan that QR code, you went to a little website that teased you with uh an episode of hangman. We've all played hangman before where you're trying to guess what the word is and the clue was who killed the world. And as you made your different selections, you would see the answer would be revealed to say you did. And the white rabbit appears and jumps around the screen, and it says 923. And a lot of folks have been led to believe that this means that Bray Wyatt's coming back this Friday night on SmackDown. Over the, ha- over the weekend, they had lots of white rabbit references at the live wow. events. When we saw a, a little moment where Liv Morgan was in the ring, all of a sudden uh, the the lights went out. When people talked about, you know, she's really been changing lately. The lights blinked. Little clues here and there that maybe Bray Wyatt's coming back. And somebody over on Reddit even said, Hey, White Rabbit is a reference to a tweet from the 4th of July from Bray Wyatt. And people have started to put it all together. And he's one of those really scratch your head firings that happened under the Vince McMahon regime. I
1: never understood that.
0: But now Hunter's back, and supposedly Bray Wyatt will be on Friday. Or there's some sort of other story they're telling with White Rabbit. But what do you think about the clues inside of a show or somebody I love it? Yeah, it's good stuff. That's
1: amazing. It? That's amazing. Hey, whoever thought Not of that and that I that again didn't catch that. Um wow. And now yeah. that you've said that, anything that comes over, that'll you know makes sense. Yeah, boy. Wow. <laughs> that's times. that's something that I've never even thought of, but well, everybody knows if you just take your phone yes. and put it in, in a picture and it'll come up, hit that little button, you know, and if you don't know, you know, now yeah. just put your camera up to the QR code, that little square box. And, you know, just, you'll see something pop up, click that'll take you right there. I know when I do different promotions for DDP yoga, we'll do something like that, but what a genius thing to do Whoa. someone going through the crowd with that i never thought of that. Kudos, brother. Before we go, I got to tell you about this morning, man. I had breakfast with um, my good friend, Garrett. You know, the guy stood in line for Ric Flair for like three hours and never got what he wanted. But anyway, uh, we went to this place and we're coming out. And these two young, beautiful girls, they weren't weren't quite women yet. I said, aren't you Jake Roberts?" At first I published gotta be this is gonna be a rip. <laughs> they, they look way too good to be talking to me. And yes, I am. Oh my god, we love your show. You and Dallas. Oh, the snake pit. Oh, oh, they were fans of our show. Seriously? Yes, I swear <laughs> to God, Garrett, is that right? And they were like, I mean, they could have been older than 18. And I mean That's... they were marking out so <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> I thought it was a setup. Or something. Oh yeah, right. Okay, so you go start playing into it, then you see Nathan's got a camera. Right. Something's going to happen oh, here. But she, no, it, was she awesome. it was her birthday. What's her I, name? Do you remember that? Uh, Come on. It was a really interesting, it was Tiella, or something like that. Yeah. But I want to say happy birthday, sweetheart, because you said you're going to be here in the show. So we'll see if you're listening. And uh, it was great meeting you. It really <laughs> that- was. You and your friend were beautiful, and. Uh, Wow, some guy's gonna be lucky someday. <laughs> That's awesome.
0: Well, said. <laughs>
1: yeah. there's hope for you know like me.
0: I want to mention too, if you're uh, if you're listening to this and you think, man, I wish Jake would wish me a happy birthday. Well, he can over on Cameo, right?
1: Yes. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> Good segue. Take care, guys.
0: We'll see you guys Love next you. week right here on Danny Peace.
1: Right.